All right, folks, and welcome aboard to this Friday night edition of the Philip Ward Show. We have 11 days left to go before the midterm elections are here. We have entered the 956th day now of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 814 days left for every single one of us to endure. And folks, in 11 days, we have two choices in front of us. Do we give the Democratic Party more power where they have clearly failed the American people and failed the American people on a monumental level where we have 5.6 illegal aliens that have flooded into our country where we have record high Bidenflation. Oh, Joe Unity Biden, by the way, on the topic of gas prices, totally lying to the American people yesterday. I'll get to that momentarily. We've had record high gas prices under Joe Unity Biden. This agenda, this administration is failing the American people. This is an administration that has chosen to wage a war on oil and gas, which is the lifeblood of not only the United States' economy, but the economies all throughout the entire world. And we're led to believe that this is working, that this Democratic Party is succeeding on behalf of the American people. The Democratic Party presents a, an idea of control. That's all they're about. Control, control, control. Whereas the Republican Party, now they have the commitment to America, an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's built on freedom, and a government that, unlike this Joe Unity Biden administration, a government that's actually accountable to the American people and the people that the government serves. Now, that is an agenda of freedom. I, I, I know full well, and, and it, it like I said on Wednesday, it really boggles my mind that we're going to have some people that ain't uh, just go to the polling uh, booths. Vote, they just pull. There we go. Yep. The donkey lever. That's what they do. They're still going to vote for Democrats regardless of the, of the Republican message and what they're trying to put out there on behalf of the American people and trying to actually help the American people. That doesn't fly with some of the Democratic voters in this country. Um, now, on the topic, by the way, of Joe Unity Biden and, and gas prices, he got absolutely torched, folks, because, I mean, it was propaganda news, CNN, I even, you know, you're not going to see a story on MSDNC, Fox Business writes as well, Biden says... The price of gas, listen to this now, right? Because he's either a pathological liar or he's just plain delusional. Either way, or I don't know, maybe he was reading off of a teleprompter as well because he's known to do that before. End of quote, repeat the line. That's that's our present, by the way. End, end of quote, repeat the line. Oh my goodness. Biden says the price of gas was over $5.00 when he took office. Now we all know that that is a total and complete lie. He says the most common price of gas, by the way, this was yesterday, right here actually in the in New York State, in the Empire State. He says, quote, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. Excuse me? Wait a minute here, Joe. 
over $5 when you took office. Joe, on January 25th of 2020, it's the week ending when January 20th rolled around. That was it. Remember January 20th, 2021, 11 times. I'm going to bring unity. We're going to have unity in this country. We're going to lower the temperature, the political rhetoric. Yeah, we're going to have unity 11 times over and over and over again. That's what Joe promised us. Do you think there's unity in this country right now? But that was the weekend, January 25th, the week ending there. Gas prices, national average, $2, Joe, $2.39. And that's from the EIA. Yet Joe says it was over $5 when I took office. Just a total lie. The average price for a gallon of regular gasoline didn't hit $5 until June of 2020. Well over a year after Joe Unity Biden took office. By the way, according to AAA, the current national average for a gallon of regular gas right now is not $3.39 like Joe Unity Biden said yesterday. Oh, no. A nation, nationally, average of a gallon of gas, according to AAA, that is, $3.76. So again, Joe is completely lying to the American people. He also says GDP uh, showed that the U.S. economy grew by 2.6%. The economy, in fact, is growing. In fact, the economy grew at 2.6% rate last quarter. Although it may not feel like that for everyone. No, Joe, it doesn't. Because, it's, because Americans are now 46% of the American people. And this was in an AP, for God's sakes, poll. Describing themselves now as, quote, poor. This has all happened because of the Joe Unity Biden administration. This is all happening because of the Democratic Party. It's because of their failed policies. It's because of their wacky leftist agenda that doesn't suit the needs of the American people. And Joe Unity Biden will never understand that. In fact, as we speak right now, he's back in Delaware. He's on his vacation again. 11 days before. By the way, he's out there. He's, uh, he's got Barack Hussein Obama out there campaigning. Dr. Jill Biden is out there campaigning as well. Eh, Joe Unity Biden, he's going to spend the weekend in Delaware. He, he, of all, he's one of the laziest presidents this country's ever seen. And, uh, and then, yesterday as well, he says uh, he wants the American people. So he was asked a question. Quote, given record Biden inflation, why should voters choose Democrats? And this idiot says, because it's not record inflation anymore. <laughs> Maybe, so there's Joe conceding right there. Yeah, it was record inflation that we were dealing with, but it's not anymore. And why is that, Joe? Because I'm bringing it down, he said. Look at what we inherited. Look at what you inherited. Are, are, are you like Mitch McConnell, King Rhino, trying to run a losing campaign and, and run a losing strategy? Because Joe, look what we inherited. Joe, what you inherited was Biden was inflation was at 1.4%. Joe Unity Biden comes around. Now, Biden inflation is 
0.2%. So what does this idiot mean? Look what we inherited. Uh, the RNC releases a statement and writes, he's not making the argument he thinks he's making. Well, go figure, right? Joe Unity Biden doesn't even know what he's talking about anymore. Joe Unity Biden doesn't know right now that it's Friday. When Biden took office, inflation was at 1.4%. Now it's at 8.2%. Even liberal economists blame Joe Unity Biden and his policies. In fact, just this morning, the Commerce Department um, released the latest PCE index, the Fed's preferred measure of Biden inflation, and it remains at astronomically high levels. Core PCE, which strips out food and energy accelerated in September, indicated widespread price pressures. So when you head to the ballot box, remember to vote on Biden inflation like Joe wants you to. Remember that Biden and the Democrats fueled Biden inflation with their reckless spending, then lied about it, and now refused to even recognize their mistakes. And remember, it wasn't just Joe Unity Biden that was saying Biden, well, Biden inflation was going to go down. We weren't going to see a recession. Inflation was going to be transitory. You had the Energy Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, saying the same things. You had the, pre well, then Press Secretary at the time, Jen Circleback-Saki. You definitely have Karine Jean-Pierre, current White House Press Secretary. You had the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, saying the same exact thing. You can name anyone in the Biden administration. Go back and see what they were saying. Yeah, it's going to be transitory. No, we're not going to see a recession. Well, we've been in a recession since the summertime. We're still dealing with a recession right now. Two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. You bet. That's a recession. That's what Americans are having to deal with now because of the Democratic Party, Joe Unity Biden. And yet, what do they do? What's their $1 million strategy to fix Biden inflation? To say, to fix the recession that the American people are having to deal with now. Oh my goodness, we're going to change the definition of recession. Oh, okay. So instead of helping Americans, no. It's all about politics with these people. Remember, the ends always justify the means when it comes to the Democratic Party. Now, USA Today points out yesterday, they run a piece, as midterms loom, what's shaping undecided voters' opinions, right? What is it? Well, 40-year high Biden inflation is swaying more, now, hold on a second here, folks, because there's something in this sentence in USA Today. 40-year high Biden inflation is swaying more potential voters than the end of Roe v. Wade after five decades. So what USA Today is trying to portray here is that, and they're, they're, they're sending a warning to their people, their amigos, the Democratic Party. 40-year high Biden inflation is more important to Americans than the end of Roe v. Wade. What they're saying, Biden inflation is a winning issue for Republicans. All that the Democratic Party have, their only platforms that they have to run on is abortion and January 6th. That's it. That's where it ends. So what they're saying here is that more Republican voters are out there than there is that are going to show up through the Democratic Party voters. By the way, there's more you know, Democrats in the country uh, than Republicans, but I hope at some point soon that that is going to change. So they write this. At the same time, many previously undecided voters say they'll support Republican congressional candidates and potentially tip control away from the Democrats. This is according to USA Today Suffolk University poll. 
says the results suggest a much bigger gap than others have found so far such as the nonpartisan data crunching 538 website which shows voters narrowly favoring 44.9% to 44.6% a republican over a democrat on a generic ballot republicans need a net gain of only 5 seats to win back the house and just one seat in the senate so that's what usa today is saying right and again they're they're warning the democrats here listen republicans have momentum things are trending in the right uh, say right double meaning there direction for the republican party saying democrats listen you better get your act together because roe v wade and abortion in january 6 are not winning topics for the democrats now it's not just usa today that it goes out and shows a poll um indicating that republicans are are potentially going to do well in the midterm elections on the which by the way the driving force of that being Biden inflation abc news ipsos poll found voters continue to overwhelmingly overwhelmingly prefer republicans to handle many of the top issues including Biden inflation also the economy and crime which lee zeldin here in new york state had a phenomenal debate on tuesday kathy jokel to me looked totally unprepared so i don't know why why you're so obsessed with crime i don't know why you're so obsessed with lock think about this why are you so obsessed with locking away criminals how dare you? That's not a big issue for the American people, particularly New Yorkers. I mean, what an idiot she is. By the way, Kathy Jokel, who was never elected. Americans struggling, sky-high gas prices, and grocery p- pill, uh, bills, excuse me, prefer Hunter Biden, prefer the bills, prefer Republicans over Democrats 36% to 21% on the economy. 36% of voters choose Republicans to do a better job compared to the 24% who trust Democrats. Now, those that is what I'm talking about. Those are the donkey lever pollers. Those are the people that are going to go to the polling booth and for some reason, even though their lives are not better, even though we're dealing with record high Biden inflation, record high gas prices, which you, oh boy, you wait and see. If Republicans get control of the House and the Senate, wait until you see how Democrats respond to that. Gas price, now that what they have to do is now they need to punish the American people even more than they have in this going on two years of this failed disastrous administration. Gas prices are going to go through the roof, folks. That's my prediction right now. So anyway, when it comes to crime, which has become a rallying issue for Republican candidates across the country. Americans give Republicans the nod over Democrats 35% to 22%. In a morning consult, political poll, a whopping 93% of voters say they were very concerned with Biden inflation. If America, and, and I mean, heck, like Joe Unity Biden, I guess want you to, if you go and you vote just on the issue, of Biden inflation, Republicans, I think, are going to do well in the midterm elections. And, and and I really hope so, folks, because the American people, this country cannot afford this radical leftist, whack job, extremist, Democratic Party agenda, Joe Unity Biden administration that this country now has to deal with. The American people just simply cannot afford to deal with it anymore. Um, in, in Pennsylvania, and by the way, the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media are doing everything they can to get Democrats over the finishing line. You got this idiot John Fetterman, 
who and and I pray to God that he recovers as, as fully as he possibly can from his stroke. But at some point here, you got to say, and after watching the debate on Tuesday, and I think it's just totally ridiculous that one million people have already early voted in the state of Pennsylvania. You see that this guy is totally unfit. He's not there. He doesn't understand what's happening. He should never come, he should have never even come this close to being United States Senator. So he releases this ad and he says, our new ad in the Harrisburg market features my mom and dad. Both of them are Trump voting former Republicans. <laughs> Folks, that is a complete and utter lie. The Federalists debunk that. The problem with the ad is that Fetterman's parents, and they say, we know, we know two Trump-supporting two Trump Republicans because that's us. Oh. The problem is neither one of them are Trump supporters. Neither one of them are even Republicans. According to voting records obtained by the Federalists, Susan and Carl Fetterman have been voting Democrat for at least six years, beginning when the couple registered as Democrats to vote in the 2016 primaries. Lies, though, this is actually a good piece. I think Avita Duffy writes this. Lies have become the central theme of the Fetterman campaign starting with the claim that the candidate possesses the physical and mental capacity to carry out the basic duties of being a senator. Ha! Huh? I think we saw on Tuesday that that's not true. In May, Fetterman, in his own words, quote, almost died from a stroke, despite Fetterman and the corporate media practically screaming at the American people that he is fit as a fiddle. His facade of supposed pristine, health condition that crumbled completely when he took off uh when he took to the debate stage last week to face off against dr oz remember this one hi good night everybody that was great fetterman said my doctor believes that i'm fit to be serving and that's what i believe is where i'm standing what yeah that's what he said my doctor believes that i'm fit to be serving and that's what i believe is where i'm standing what huh what is the fetterman campaign built on lies, beginning with the lies he and others have been telling for months about his health, claiming he's fit for office, despite not even being fit to run his own campaign. Fetterman just lies about fracking. We know he lies about his parents' voting record, too. Fetterman is bold enough to lie about his obvious health complications, his position on fracking, and his parents' verifiable voting record. What else is he willing to lie about? And and, and the the answer is nothing. Is nothing is off the table. Fetterman will do everything in his power to make sure that he's elected, and then it'll probably be his wife who's in the United States Senate. Joe, you need to buy and let that cat out of the bag. Oh, Giselle, you'll be a, a great lady in the Senate. Remember that, what he said? You know, by the way, you got the New York slimes who were trying to do everything they could to like, like they were saying uh, there was in, uh, in real time, you had these <laughs> so-called journalists do with that what you want. Uh, Cheryl Stolberg, Blake Hunchell, and Lisa Lurer, who, who were like um, live tweeting, re reporting. I, you don't even know what to say with these people anymore. And they were just saying, they're like, yeah, well, here's one of them. Quote, Mr. Fetterman's verbal stumbles and halting style do not reflect a problem with his brain, as doctors say. 
Um, he has an auditory processing disorder, which means that his brain hears subtle differences in sound dif differently than before his stroke. And even before his stroke, Fetterman was not nearly as polished a communicator as Oz. Right? Fetterman's style may be halting, and some voters may even find it hard to listen to him. But he clearly understands what is being asked. He is getting his message across. When Oz accused him of supporting socialized medicine, he shot back, I've never supported any such thing. Everyone knew what he meant. Yeah, no, everyone knew. You got this Blake Hoon shell watching this debate. I'm struck by what a weird American tradition this is, he says. Yeah, you're right. When two candidates are put on the stage and asked questions about their agenda and their policies and having to defend that to the people that are going to vote for them, it is weird, isn't it? Why don't you just have the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media like these people are? Just carry the water for them. Democrats shouldn't have to debate. They should just be put in there. We shouldn't have any debates. It's just weird. It's not right. I mean, what an, who would possibly read the New York slimes anymore? I mean, these people are such a disgrace. It's a weird tradition. Um, you also have, you know, Lord. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what to even, where to even begin on the Paul Pelosi story. Because, I mean... <laughs> It's so it's so weird. Something's not adding up. Eleven. Think about this, right? Because we got at some point, we as Americans have to stop falling for this nonsense. Eleven days before the midterm elections, Paul Pelosi is attacked. Remember the Pelosi's who live in a gated community, right? He gets attacked. By a new, by a nude, I believe this is correct too, because there's a lot of uh, holes in the story. There's a lot to hammer out yet. Ah, Philip, don't go there. Berkeley, so the guy lives in Berkeley, and out front of his house is a flag, and it's gay pride. It's a gay pride flag, the rainbow, all the, you know, all the, everything that encompasses it as well. And he's considered by his neighbors, a hippie collective and a, uh, another uh, news publication points out a Castro supporting nudist from Berkeley, California David DePap is the uh, uh, attacker's name he's a Castro supporting nudist gay flag waving guy from California and we're led to believe that he's, because you have Joe Unity Biden out there, this is despicable. There's no place in America, there's too much violence. Too much political violence, too much hatred, too much vitriol. By the way, remember Joe Unity Biden when describing Donald Trump? I'd like to take him out behind the gym. Okay, well, pff, there's the left advocating for violence, right? I don't even want to get started with Black Lives Matter um, and Antifa rioting all throughout the summer of 2020. He says, what makes us think that one party can talk about stolen elections, COVID being a hoax. It's all a bunch of lies. It's And it not affect people who may not be so well balanced. That's what we're describing David DePap as. What, uh, quote, not so well balanced. By the way, the police uh, in San Francisco, I mean, they give they give this press conference and I mean, I'll play this real this clip real quick folks try it try and listen to this here when the officers arrived on scene they encountered an adult male and mr pelosi's husband paul 
Officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. Pause, pause, pause. So Mr. Pelosi, Paul, and the guy who drives drunk, and David DePap were both holding hammers. They both have hammers. Now the police are there. The police observed both of them holding hammers. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody, requested emergency backup. Okay, okay. So they're both standing there holding hammers and the police are there. So David DePap didn't begin to assault Paul Pelosi until the police were already there? What? I mean, and there was reports as well that he was like in his underwear. So something here is not adding up, folks. And if listen, don't get me wrong. I don't want any political, I don't want violence anywhere. I don't think it solves anything myself. But I'm telling you now, Something about this doesn't add up, folks. Something does not add up. 11 days before a midterm election, you call me as skeptical as possible. But so this is what we're supposed to believe, right? A nudist in Berkeley, a nudist who waves around a gay flag in front of his house is part of an extreme MAGA Republican agenda. He broke in to Paul Pelosi's gated community, then gets to Pelosi. By the way, he was asking, the reports are saying, he was at, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And they're both standing there. He has, the suspect has a, David DePap has a hammer. Paul Pelosi has a hammer. They're both standing there. The, the police arrive. And then he attacks Paul Pelosi. I mean, folks, something doesn't add up. It, it, it's just, you know, you think about things that because all you're going to see, oh, it's political violence from the right. How dare the right do this? No, no, no. This guy had nothing to do with the right. I mean, it's just, I don't know what to make of it. There's a lot still to hammer out yet in it. Oh, come on, Philip. Anyway, folks, have a great weekend. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program. I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. Today is the 956th day of slowing the spread. We now have 814 days left of the Joe Unity Biden administration left for all of us to endure. Thank you, as always, as always, as always, for listening to the program, folks. Have a great weekend. It is never a bad day to be an American.